Welcome to the Madam Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Giselle Arney. I'm a sports medicine physician with a passion for teaching and a mission to support other women with careers in this space. On this show, you'll hear the stories from amazing women in their field of sport and athletics. They'll share their journeys, triumphs, and hardships in order to help and inspire you in your own career and life. Thanks for joining us. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another special episode of the Madam Athlete Podcast. On the second Tuesday of the month, I take a deep dive into a career-related topic, and on today's episode, I'm asking you, who are you outside of your job? Because I believe that, one, we should be more than our jobs, that we are more than our jobs, and our jobs don't define us. And two, having hobbies and a life outside of work is part of what actually helps us to do better at work. So let's get into it. All right, as always, I am going to sit here and tell you I will try to keep this episode short. It has been quite a month for me. Trips to visit family, um, doing side work with U.S. Steinholding, running a half marathon, and it has been amazing. And I'm going to get into some of all of this good stuff and try to just, you know, keep this tight. And then in 30 minutes, we'll see if I achieved that goal. (laughs) So I want to start off with this just kind of anecdote. My husband and I used to have this little joke all the time that I had no hobbies, that he had all sorts of hobby. He would do beer making. He trained to be a U.S. Steinholding championship. He would lift weights. He would play volleyball. Like he just truly, he'd play video games, like had all these hobbies and I had none. And I'm not sure why, but we thought that was funny. Let me tell you, it was just not funny. What it was, was that I was just working 24-7, that I felt like I was my job and that was consuming me. And as a sports medicine physician who was both a team physician and a fellowship director, that meant that I was spending time on coverage. I was covering games and events. I was preparing lectures. I was working on research. I was on call. I remember a time where I covered a football game and I'm, I was East Coast and I was covering a football game where we traveled to Utah. We came back from this late game because you always leave right after the game, even though the game was at, I don't remember, 8 p.m. Utah time, which is ridiculously late East Coast time already. But as soon as the game's over, you clean up, you get in the plane, you fly back. So we got back to Yukon at like 8 a.m. And I slept in my office in a cot that I had brought in just for this occasion so that I could still cover my field hockey game that was at noon. And I was proud of this. I was proud of sacrificing my sleep and my life and sleeping on a cot in my office so that I could get less than three hours of sleep and go cover a a game. And the thing that I realized along the way through some unfortunate trial and error is that the job doesn't love me back, right? No matter how much I love it and I identify with with it and I put my whole being in self and saying, this is who I am. I am a team physician and a D1 uh, head team physician and a fellowship director. Those employers, it's not a two-way street. So I'm sacrificing for my employer and I'm not having any hobbies, and I am not doing anything in my own life, and all I am 100% of the time, 24-7, is my job, that's not happening the other way. 
And one of the things that we've been talking about this last week in the Women's Career Transformation Academy is all about figuring out your identity, who you are, what are the stories that you're telling yourself. And one of the things we talk about is the importance of having multiple identities, which isn't multiple personalities. It is just having multiple pieces of yourself that you identify with so that you're not just your job. Because if you're ever not that job, if you leave it, if you're fired, if you're let go, if you decide you don't think that's the right fit for you anymore and you want to make a big change, if your entire identity is wrapped up in that job, in that job title, it is soul crushing when change happens. But when you have multiple identities, then you have a chance at having some resilience. So when you are a team physician, but you are also a, I'm making these up right now, a runner, when you are also a mom, when you are also a um, person who crochets, I I truly have no idea. Um, When you have all these different identities of who you are and one of them isn't working or one of them goes away, you have all these other ones still there. So you yourself have not just died, like have not just lost everything about who you are. And we see this a lot with our athletes, right? When our athletes retire or when they get injured and they can't play, whether it's temporarily or permanently, when they lose that piece of their their selves, when their whole identity is wrapped up as being an athlete, when it's gone, that can be so traumatic and damaging. And I'm not saying it's easy to like get fired or get let go of your job or choose to try something new or go on a different path or get injured and not be able to play anymore. But when you have nothing else to your life, when that work was your entire life, then it is just devastating and so impossible to recover from. So I was talking about this story in the Women's Career Transformation Academy about how I had no hobbies and that at the time we thought it was funny, but really what I was sharing was that it was truly me not having any hobbies, me wrapping up my whole identity in being a team physician and a fellowship director. It was actually just limiting my own vision of myself and who I was, and who I thought I was, and what I felt I was worth, and what mattered to me. And as I said, through some difficult work situations, through my own personal development, I realized, you know, this has to change. I need to do this differently for myself, for, you know, for my work, for my health. And so it was time, it was effort, right, to slowly figure out who I was outside of my job, And sometimes you can start this process by thinking, even within your job, who are you outside of that job title, right? So not just, I am a D1 head team physician, or I am a fellowship director, but I am also, I am an educator. I am a mentor. I am someone who will throw down for early career women working in sports medicine fields. I am somebody who takes care of my athletes and is always learning and growing and will do what it takes to figure out what's going on for them and how I can help them, right? And all these other pieces of me make it more nuanced to my identity. So it's not just that I'm a sports medicine doc, but it's that I am also an educator who teaches, who explains things, who learns, who still grows, right? And now 
through that mentorship work that I've loved, I have a podcast and a course and I'm a course creator and a coach and I've been able to do all these other things because I figured out even who I was outside of that job title still within my job. Like what part of me was special that I brought to the work? And when you start to figure that out, figure out who you are outside of just that job title, just that specific job, right? That somebody else has given you, right? You've earned it. Probably you've worked really hard to get there, but somebody else has the reins to say, do you get to work here? Yes or no. Do you get to have this job title? Yes or no. But who are you? Figuring out who you are helps you figure out what you bring to the table with your work. So that's even within work. But then outside of work, figuring out who I was It took some time, but I have expanded my hobbies and these things that feel unrelated to work that have nothing to do with being a team physician, being a fellowship director, being a sports medicine physician, or whatever your job is, these other things that you do, they help remind you that you're a whole person and that you matter and that your work is not all consuming in every single thing. And so for me, this has been a long process. There's things that I'm still working on. There's things, places I'm still growing, things I'm still trying. But, you know, an easy place for me to start was with sports, <laughs> right? Because that, I mean, sports hobbies feel like a really actually easy way to tie into your work and with your job. And if you're a sports medicine physician or athletic trainer or physical therapist or sports psychologist, when your hobby outside of work is being an athlete and participating in sports, it feels like, hey, this is great. This helps me tie into my work, the knowledge I learn as an athlete myself, it can help me empathize, it can help me understand, you can bring that to work, but it's also just good for you and has nothing to do with your job, right? And so for me, some of the ones that I have been taking on recently was it started a few years ago with, uh, actually started with yoga, and then I started bar three, and I found that to be a better fit. And during pandemic, it was lovely because I could just easily do that in my basement. And I have my little yoga mat set up, and my laptop is sitting on the dryer and the washing machine, and I can just have my little video in the basement. And then this summer, I started running. And this is also fun to me because it's fun because it's something I never, ever, ever would have thought was fun. Because for decades of my life, for all the decades I've existed, I have told myself that I'm not a runner. Right? And this is part of that negative self-talk. We decide who we are, who, what our identities are, what we can and can't do. And just because we have this thought in our head doesn't mean it's true. And But just sometimes we really have this negative self-talk and we don't even realize it. And I, you know, I did Taekwondo all during high school where I would take three, I would teach three classes a day and then I would do, take my own class after that. I'd compete on the weekends. It was like, that was also a 24-7 sort of hobby for me. And um, I used to joke that, if it came to a fight or flight situation, I better know how to fight because I was not going to be flighting because I hated running that much, right? And so all I was doing all this time that I kept telling myself I hated running and I wasn't a runner, I was just limiting myself, right? The same way that telling myself I was so proud that I had no hobbies because I was working so hard at my job and spending all of my hours doing my job, I was just limiting my own vision of myself and what I was worth and what mattered. So 
working on expanding this, expanding my vision of who I am at the beginning of, well, it's probably back in the spring, actually, I had been seeing all these amazing runners, women runners that were just incredibly inspiring to me and things that they had overcome and how dedicated they were and how passionate they were and how much joy they felt in the running community and how much they loved it. And I just said, you know what? I kind of feel like I'd like to try this out. I sort of think I would like to, I just have this weird urge to run and that is strange. So let's just give this a try. And so I started working on that negative self-talk and expanding my vision of who I am, that I, I can be somebody who runs. I can be a runner. And I set a goal and my goal was not for speed at all. The goal was to challenge myself to try something new, to try on a new identity, to try a new attitude about running, to find it fun and make sure that I'm enjoying it and enjoying the challenge, knowing that not every run is going to be super freaking fantastic and feel amazing and that they would be hard. But if I was still enjoying it and feeling good about challenging myself, then I was going to keep going. And so for the past six months, I've been running and I roped my husband into my big plans and he is incredibly kind and was willing to run with me at my pace and my walk run training program, even though he could go faster. And, you know, there were times where he was setting his phone because he would keep the phone on him to go, all right, you've been two miles or three miles or when we were doing the walk run to say, okay, you know, run four minutes, walk one, run six minutes, walk one. So he would have that. But he started to have his little phone make all these extra announcements of, okay, your pace is this, your split time is this, and you're going this fast and you ran, you know, 10 seconds slower this lap. Let's try it again. And I was like, Jim, all that has to go. All of that has to go. That is stressing me out. I am not doing this for speed. I'm trying to enjoy this and that is not enjoyable. (laughs) Do I want to know You know that we've gone three miles and there's three left? Yes, but that's truly all I want to know. Please don't even tell me the pace. So he made some adjustments, even though that's not really his style. He he likes a physical challenge. He'd, He'd prefer to go faster, but he's willing to do this for me. And we did it. And this past weekend, we ran a half marathon. We ran the Hartford Half Marathon. We finished it. We actually beat the time that we thought we might finish in. Um, and it was so kind of incredible, you guys. I, I just never would have expected. And we did it. And it's amazing. And the thing is, all of that, all of that comes with me into my work. It comes with me into my work as a sports medicine physician and as a podcaster and as a career coach. And what comes with me is that I am someone who challenges myself. I am someone who tries new things. I am someone who sets goals for myself. I'm someone who's dedicated. I'm somebody who got COVID in the last month of training despite all of my booster shots and working remotely and masking. And I dealt with that and I took care of myself and I didn't overdo it and push it. I eased back into things when it was safe to do and following guidelines. And I kept a really flexible mindset about it because it was truly in the last month. And so it was probably the worst timing unless it had been the week before, which would have been even worse. But I was flexible. I had grace with myself. We adjusted expectations for when we thought we could finish it. And I said, too, you know what? Giselle, like you've missed your last few long runs. We're going to see how this goes. And if we end up walking the end of it, 
fine. Like you did this, you put all this time in, let's go have a good time. And we made it and we were able to finish and we met our time goal, our adjusted time goal for COVID. And all of that was incredible. And so all those skills, all of that personal growth, that all gets to come with me into my work. That comes with me into any of my work and any of my jobs because that's mine, because that's who I am. And so even then, it's more than just being a runner, right? It's more than just being able to connect with my athletes. All of that personal growth, it comes with me. It helps me be a more whole person, a well-rounded person, having multiple identities as being a runner and someone who teaches and a mentor and a container gardener and a sometimes baker and a daughter and a wife and all of my identities, they all help make me who I am. And when I show up to my work, I bring all of that with me. And it only makes me better at my job when I can bring all of that with me. But I got to have that in the first place, right? I got to have these hobbies. So that is what I wanted to just kind of put into your brain today. Because I know the fall, especially for those of us in sports medicine and athletics, fall is a busy time. And it's hard to even find the time to figure out who we are outside of our job. And so maybe you're figuring out who you are outside of your job title by figuring out how you show up at work. What is your special secret sauce to doing your work? And start there and then ask yourself, do I have any hobbies? Do I have a life outside this job? Is there five minutes out of a week that I could carve for me and developing myself and having other identities and things to do so that I am keeping myself sane and I am growing as a human being that will just help me bring that all back if I choose. So I hope you're thinking about this. I hope you're having an incredible fall. October is my favorite month. I had a fancy special birthday the day after this half marathon. So I feel like it was a lovely personal transition time for me and a moment of growth in my life. So I wanted to share that with you and help you thinking, start thinking about your own personal growth and who you are outside of your job. Thank you for listening to the Madam Athlete Podcast. I truly hope that you enjoyed today's career coaching deep dive all about asking yourself who you are outside of your job because that's just as important as your career, right? So here is my challenge to you. If you are feeling up for this, I would love to know who you are outside of your job. You've heard some of who I am, right? I'm a new runner. I am a teacher. I am a mentor. I'm a podcaster. I'm a baker. I'm a container gardener. Oh, I'm a reader times 1 million. Those are some of my things. I would love it if you would share with me. Maybe tag me in a post on Instagram at athlete and put up a picture of you doing you outside of your job and the things that bring you joy and you know, maybe you can even figure out how what you do and what you have learned outside of your job actually makes you better at your work. Okay, so tag me at the Madam Athlete on Instagram, or you can find me at Facebook and Twitter at Madam Athlete. And I would love to see you there. Okay, as always, thanks for being here. And I appreciate you.